Greetings, greetings, greetings. This is Natural Time with Talibia Johnson, bringing you the latest, most fascinating, hip, fun, innovative, and informative trends naturally. This is episode 57. And this is also the continuation to part three of minimizing, maximizing, and downsizing in the day of our time. And now, I've been continuously telling you about these trending words, downsizing, because now it's becoming prevalent as a norm now. And I just quite don't understand the norm that is affecting people in such dramatic ways. Well, I'll, I'll get to that as far as the dramatic part. Well, this is just um, an informative session. And uh, the trending word will continue to be downsizing, minimizing, maximizing, recreating space. But today's trending word is conversion vans, RVs, your car, a trailer. Any moving vehicle that you feel can house you and your things. Yes, it's that serious. And these are trending words and they're coming back to life in full effect. Now remember RVs, were, uh, which is, stands for recreational van or recreational vehicle. RVs are just not becoming just recreational. There are people who are actually giving up their homes, selling their homes, all their personal belongings, and just minimalizing as much as they can to fit in a recreational vehicle, an RV, in order to live in. Now, um, society uh, are telling people are being hit hard where and how they live. Society is actually dictating this to people. And people are being hit hard in the bare minimal space that they have already. And living in a traditional home is just not the feasible way for most people now. And I have to say most because you may see a lot of houses where people are living in, but some of those houses, people are barely making it to pay the mortgage or pay the rental on that house or even paying rent for the apartment. So even though they may be there momentarily and you think that all is well, they too are being faced with losing that home, that rental home, or that rented apartment. And the traditional home is not feasible, economical, or phys- physically um, being the, the, the basis for people to live anymore. People are being forced to be a minimalist, whether they want to or not. So becoming a minimalist is not an easy thing either. And they are doing this by any means necessary. Now, why I say that is because a very close friend sent me some information about a man and his wife. 
and they are working class people, but yet they cannot afford the rent in a high class area around the neighborhood or where they work. And to make matters much worse, they don't qualify for public housing because they're saying that between the two of them, they're making too much for public housing, but don't make enough to live in a high class area. So they have to resort to living simply. And the simple way that they knew how or know how to live is in his van. He has a regular passenger van. And they decided to do some unusual stuff that is not usual for them. Now, um, these trends are hitting homes as a reality to so many. These trends are neither hip nor fun. But I'm giving you this this information because they're factual. They're actually taking place right now. And I know there's also a saying that you don't know your neighbor or you don't know the people that you live with because you don't know what they're going through. Now, it is a trend that's growing at an alarming speed. Every full-time person who works are being faced with this. There are city employees who are currently homeless. And I'm talking in a lot of cities in the United States. They're living in alternative dwellings. Not your traditional brick and mortar. These employees are seeking out ways on how are they going to live functionally in a certain space that they're not accustomed to. Now, These employees actually are looking first forward to their place of of, of their jobs, their, their employment, and the HR department to see if they can help them with some kind of assistance to help them get through these various problems. They're they're actually signing up for hardship programs. Hardship. And hardship can consist of a a variety of things. But right now, the hardship that a lot of these HR departments are being faced with is that a lot of employees are coming to them and asking them to help them pay their rent, help them so they're able to pay their mortgage. Uh, What can they do? It hasn't even gone as far as people are drawing out money out of their 401 plan just to pay the mortgage or to pay the rent to keep a roof over their family heads until they can find out the next solution. This is where we are now. And to go even further uh, in some information that I also have, which has hit me hard, presently and many of those who know me There are family and friends right now that I know who are struggling to maintain, to keep a roof over their head. 
And they're even calling me and finding me, finding out if I have any information that can possibly, um, I can um, give them in how to address this, on, on which way they can go, or if I know anyone who has an apartment that maybe, you know, they're trying to rent, but at a cheaper or lower price because they're trying to move out of the apartment that they have now, which is very expensive. And there are family and friends right now that I know that it's a two-family income, and one has lost their job, and there's another family there with a two-family income where one of the family members became sick. These are things that people are coming at that are unforeseen, but yet they're calling me and asking me if I have any information that I can possibly hand over to them for them to find out what they can do. Now, many of them are resorting to making huge, not small, but huge living changes. And some who are doing so still are facing issues in keeping a roof or covering over their heads. Everyone's circumstances are different, but homelessness is the same. Do you hear me? Everyone's circumstances are different, but homelessness is the same. Those are my direct uh, affirmation words for today. And, they, and, and, and they're, they're not of the best. They're not feel-good words. But they're affirmations nonetheless that you got to keep in your mind constantly. Why I say we is because at some point or the other, each one of us either are going to be faced with knowing someone, whether it's a friend or family, or we're going to be faced with some of the situations as losing a job, becoming ill. There's a lot of people that that's taking place. And it, it goes through a barrage of ages. So age has nothing to do with it. Nationality has nothing to do with it. Everyone in this world, in this society, is being faced with it some way or somehow. And, and it, it touches me because, like I said, I have some friends and family that are going through this right now. And we are digging deep on trying to find out solutions for the immediate friend or the immediate family to come up with some kind of idea. We, we're sitting and we're brainstorming. And a lot of it is that, yes, we have to make huge decisions, huge um, 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 well, huge decisions in just trying to find out what we're going to do or how we're going to address this. So there you have it, my listeners. Um, just, just take it in mind. Just look at, you know, what society is being faced with. And um, I was also reading something that was also alarming that there were a lot of government home relief programs that started to just grew out of nowhere. You know, a lot of companies are offering these home relief programs for people who are struggling to pay their mortgage. 
But then as I research more and dig deep into more of these home relief programs and found out that a lot of them are scams. They're either scamming in a way for you to lose the home or they're scamming in a way to making you pay more where you're unable to do that. If you're looking at them to help you with some kind of relief, not to pay more. And I have to stand up to that as well because I myself have been not scammed by these programs, but I myself was starting to look into these programs and found out that a lot of them are bogus. And there are banks that are out there who have your mortgage, but yet when they feel says that, you know, they you're a risk to them because they see how um, you're paying your mortgage. Now you could be paying your mortgage on time, but you're you're going towards the beginning to when it's due to the grace period and finding out how long it takes you to pay your mortgage before you hit the grace period. They look at that and find out, wait a minute, you're becoming a liability to them. So all of a sudden they take your mortgage and sell it off to another company. Now it's not necessarily another bank, major banks out there. It's another company that has a tendency to hold or, um, or buy mortgages so that they can eat off of the pie of the mortgage holder. Now that doesn't say that this new company that takes over your mortgage is the best company for you, whereas you can talk to them to see if you can get some kind of um, decisions, modification, um, if you're able to refinance. I called the company and what they was telling me on the phone not only hurt my feelings, but also hurt me as a mortgage holder. And I found that very strange that these companies are able to talk to you that kind of a way, but yet they're still getting their money. I find out that it's, it's becoming um, very visual for me, as well as it's becoming a vigilant thing for a lot of these companies and these programs to be doing this to the people out there. And uh, I'm I, I standing up for this because I feel that it is wrong. Wrong for me, wrong for people that I know, and even for those that I don't know, but they're out there, that families that are out there that's being faced with this. So there you have it, my listeners. Once again, this is Taliba Johnson. Mm-hmm.